0: The nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me as always this is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. Carried in tonight, Will.
1: I am doing very well, Sarah. Happy to be with you this evening. I hate that we missed our recording last week, but I'm back and ready to talk.
0: Nothing happened last week. <laughs> let's, let's talk. Yeah. Day, due to personal issues, we couldn't make it work, but thank God it was that week because yeah. you and I were even talking. We're like, do we do we just try but we really there's nothing going on for some reason and then yeah. yesterday was like a a big dump of crap
1: totally totally it's just like okay i think they decided to give us a little breather because i know the week prior there was quite a few things that were released and yeah and, and here we are we, we, we had quite Quite, quite the Monday with, with news and even some and things that have even carried over today with one of the shows.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's gonna start us off because it has been announced that Oscar Isaac got cast as Mark Spector in Moon Knight on Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was super. Uh, I I was really excited to see that casting because I know I saw some like. Rumors. I think uh David Diggs I think was uh was oh, it yeah, it was also um considered, I think, at least that's what the you know, the rumor mill was going and then uh, one other person too. I'm blanking on his name, but uh but when I saw Oscar was Isaac it what was that?
0: Was it Shia?
1: I believe Shia No, no, it was uh gosh, I, I think it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, doesn't,
0: it doesn't matter because they didn't get It doesn't matter, Oscar. Exactly, which, which is an interesting choice, in my opinion, because Oscar Isaac, a lot of us know him, but if you look at his filmography, he he has mainly been in indie movies, mm-hmm. and then every now and then he'll do a Star Wars. He'll attempt to do. An X Men, even though apocalypse, apocalypse doesn't really count. Um, and and now all of a sudden he's back and he's in this. i um, gonna be the lead on this show for Moon Knight, and so I I like Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Okay. Emphasis on the actor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know though if he. I wouldn't put him on the same line of a Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans as a as a actor whose filmography I also am just immediately drawn to. Um and so maybe this will change that for me. But but I I am I'm happy I, I guess this is very a very satisfactory casting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. And actually uh, given how all the you know, things that sort of unfolded from the Star Wars universe and stuff, and you know, and of course, all these folks are owned by the big parent company, Disney. Uh, but yeah, you know, but you know, it's good to know that for one, you know, talent will trump a lot of the you know behind-the-scenes stuff. And and, and two, I think you're right as far as this filmography. It, he has done a lot of indie stuff, but he also it's been a very diverse one so oh um, yeah so mm-hmm. so we know he he has the range to be able to, to carry this off, plus he's been in a tentpole pole type of you know trip system be it the lucas you know the Star wars universe but now coming over to the m c u uh he he can you know he's he's a known name it, it you know it's a it's a uh he has, you know, even though he didn't have much to work with in another big franchise with Star Wars, like in Star Wars, uh, he has. He does have that charisma, and he does. You know, because you know, given Moon Knight has various personas. I mean, you know, there's the Mark Specter. There's also Jake, uh Lockley, and then Steve um, Grant, who's a who's the flamboyant playboy, and of course, you know, all of them are basically channeling the egyptian god uh, kanoshi so uh you know so the, so because he's has that that diverse filmography as you noted i think that also leads gravitas to the world.
0: yeah yeah and that's what that's what they need right now i mean they they got this casting news right on the heels of tatiana M- mazlani denying reports that she's she hawk yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was the most random thing, and that happened last week right
1: uh it happened on the, the day after or so we recorded our last podcast and okay. yeah so it's it's a, it's a little it's a little old but i but I felt it was important to keep it on the on the rundown and I'm glad you agreed because it was one of those things i guess she was like interviewed by a uh, canadian uh mm-hmm. newspaper, and I think she was you know doing some uh, public, uh, you know, Publicity and uh, for uh, uh, I think some ind- indigenous people calls or something like that in Canada, if I recall. But in any event, she basically was like, No, I, uh, this just, you know, she denied it. Which is so odd given that the producer of the show and that Mark Ruffalo also were both like, Hey, welcome aboard and stuff. So I don't know if it was just. Who knows? I mean, maybe negotiations fell apart, and you know, there just hasn't been official confirmation or denial from Marvel or Disney Plus on the casting falling through. But I guess we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. Now, granted, I I do appreciate because She Hulk, you know, own story, new character, etc. However. If you were to give me a choice of what would I want to see first, Moon Knight, and yeah. I remember thinking that when they made that original announcement, oh, yeah. back yeah, Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So, right. so I'm just I'm I'm glad. It, like she hawk we can have these weird fumbles. It, if the word Hulk is in the title, it's gonna be weird. Yeah. <laughs> there's gonna be there's gonna be some hits. There's gonna be some missy. Mrs. there's going to be some recasting. For all we know, Tatiana will be She-Hulk for the first season and then recasted for the second. Yeah, but, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we will get Moonlight in all of his glory. And it has also been announced on top of it to, like, add further confirmation. This is happening sooner rather than later. Um, the director for the series, Mohammed, died? He died?
1: yeah yeah and and what
0: what has he done recently
1: uh i think from what i read it was a clash which was a film that was uh was an official selection at the twenty sixteen film festival uh yeah, yeah i am not familiar with his work to be honest beyond just you know, when i read the article about uh his selection as director but uh he also apparently did um he also directed a film called Cairo 678 which again not familiar with his work but uh, but again they are as you as you rightly noted this project's moving forward if they're they're hiring uh, hiring directors got the lead cast I mean we could easily see this show going into production I would think early next year
0: we're gonna see this before we see the Batman
1: (laughs) yeah most
0: likely most likely (laughs) Which breaks my heart in so many little pieces. But speaking about that, we are getting momentum and build-up as if we needed it, Will. As if yep. we needed it for Batwoman season two, but really season one for Javisha. And yep. she she had a shot this week where she they released her in all of her Batwoman glory yep. and I'm not surprised that the picture was fucking awesome.
1: <laughs> it was. It was. God, I mean, damn! That was just. Whew, when I saw that drop yesterday, I was just. I was like, "Damn!" And wow, that's so dope. I mean, that. You know, I thought back to what she said at DC Fandom, where she said that her Batwoman would be reflective of who she is as an African American woman, and you know, and they, they did it. I mean, they completely followed up on that i mean this you know just the silhouette uh you know you got that that, that curly hair <laughs> i mean not that yeah. straight nasty wig that ruby rose had to wear uh and you know they are fully embracing uh ryan welder as, as as who she is as an african-american woman and african-american Woman. so i i loved it i mean i i, I really truly really admitted i'm like i was already you know we both really enjoyed season one of that 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 show, and you know, mm-hmm. it had its growing pains. But I, I'm, as far as shows, returning shows in Arrowverse next year. Uh, Batwoman is definitely uh, I'm, I'm very excited for this return.
0: Yeah, I growing pains like it grew maybe half an inch. <laughs> 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 I know Will struggled to get on board. I was quicker to arrive at my conclusions on that show. But there are still, when I think on season one, vivid images about certain moments in that season that I think are just fascinating. And now that we're talking about um, DC fandom, I'm reminded of our discussion on the panel and the bits that they did drop, which, you know, Javisha can look as beautiful as ever in that Batwoman suit. But Good. reason why I'm excited is because the showrunner show proved in season one she knows what she's doing. She's mm-hmm. going to take Ryan, t- take Javisha, and just build this story the way that th- that they want it to go. And I'm just give it to me now, Will. Give it yeah. to me.
1: Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, and they. Oh. Yeah. They had their little they had the little Vancouver snafus with testing and stuff but thankfully things are back seems like everything is back on go and shows are being are being filmed up there with, with now seems without incident so yeah you know we can not they really
0: they're really going all in on this black and red mm-hmm. type aesthetic with both yeah. Batwoman and Batman yeah which is interesting because we're used to associating gray, black, and yellow with Batman. So I just, you know, I'm all for it. Let's Javisha and um well no she's gay. So never mind. Never <laughs> mind. Moving on. It's okay. To, speaking about more red. More yeah. red. We have more red because DC never does want something once. It always redoes everything. More on that later. Uh season three DC Titans did release a tease image of Jason Todd. As the Red Hood, which was good because yeah. Sarah definitely forgot that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you know, you secretly love Titans, you know. You
0: do. <laughs> I no, you you remember again? It's funny how all of these announcements were like, yeah, remember in fandom, but <laughs> the fandom that we eventually did leave, but keep returning to. Yeah. I was very excited. To have them announce that that he was going to make this turn, yeah. Um, I just honestly forgot.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, there was a lot going on at the end of season two of, of, of Titans. With of course we we did get Nightwing finally, and uh, of course Donna Troy. Uh, spoiler alert: if you haven't watched uh, season two, uh, something uh, Donna passes away, and of course we see Jason going off. At the end of season two, uh, because he had a falling out with Dick, and which you know, which is which is accurate, because see, you know, there was always tension because obviously uh, there were both Dick and, and Jason were wards of Bruce Wayne. So, uh, but I was excited about this too. I guess one thing that you know I've seen a lot of chatter about you know with them basically again confirming that Jason's going to be uh, Red Hood in season. In season three is, you know, a lot of folks are wondering: is it too early in the story? And I, you know, I was looking at it more of a looking at it a different way in, in that um, will we get the Joker in Titans now? Oh uh, my god! Because because you know we 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 did have reference mention of the Joker in season one, uh, uh-huh. we, and we we obviously have. I mean, we do have Bruce Wayne here, and the whole reason why Red Hood came about is because, as as comic book fans know, uh, Killing Joke, uh, Jason Todd was was uh, killed by the Joker.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, and of course, was resurrected in the Ros- Lazarus Pit. So, you know, so I'm thinking, like, are we gonna get the Joker in, in season three, or uh, which will you know? Tr- or how we'll get Jason to turn into the Red Hood.
2: That's um, what? no.
1: You don't think so? <laughs> I mean, they could do it. I mean, they've had Stroke now on like, you know, they, they ended that crazy, you know, after, really? after, after the crossover, I think all bets are open.
0: I'm, I'm not saying no, that is impossible because, okay, let me, let me address a few things that you had to say. Um, the notion, it's too soon in the story. I agree with you. It's not too soon in the story. They introduced Bruce Wayne, okay? Talk yeah. about jumping the shark.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Did not that, I think, in the first season? Or was yeah, it the it was, second?
1: It was the end of the first. Batman appeared, and then we, we actually mm-hmm. had him um, in, in the series all throughout the, the second season, which... Uh, right. Yeah.
0: And And the other thing is, and we're gonna let we're, this is gonna bleed into the next topic. Joker just had an Academy Award win- winning film based off of it. Now, some people might criticize that's not really a comic book movie. I don't know, but it's still a Joker. Yep. There's still a lot of homages there. Okay, you just people who say it's not, they just don't get the joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and so I just. I, I really like I said before, DC never want to fear duplicating itself and becoming redundant. I I just I mean it it's getting to a point, Will, where it's like, okay, we got enough Batman.
1: Yeah.
0: We're getting enough Joker. Stop. <laughs> you have way more characters that you are not using. And and this is a very different strategy than Marvel, because Marvel, a lot of those characters most people don't even know about, and yet all of a sudden, I don't know much about Moonlight n- night at all. But for some reason, what what I've heard, the snips, I'm very excited. I am also not it also feels original. It feels fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Adding Joker this season will just be like, okay, yep. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. But yeah. that being said, I get your point in terms of trying to take these storylines and keep the right amount of the elements the same while um, being able to connect to non-comic book people. So yeah, and they could, it wouldn't surprise me if they did. But.
1: Yeah. And, and, and they could do it without having him appear on the the camera I mean I mean we've already had a piece he's already been mentioned in the series so it's not like you know it'll be coming out of left field
0: right right and it'll definitely be Jared Leto <laughs> actually that's really what happened recently it was announced that Jared Leto is appearing in the Snyder Cut but really it's all a hoax so that he can appear in season three of Titans
1: hey they they, they end up I think they're both shot if they're both shot in Toronto, then there you go. They can make it work.
0: Oh, the T, <laughs> the T, <tea>, the T <laughs> the, the Jared Leto thing. Uh it I mean, Joe M- Meganello is one thing yeah. because he he wasn't he was not even a care he was not he he briefly appeared in one moment. But Jared Leto, who anyone who talks about Suicide Squad immediately talks about what happened behind the scenes and with Jared Leto, and you hear all of these things that occurred. And then some of the information that came out after the film was released, and he even kind of pissed over it. Yeah. And, and he's also, man, talk about a, a guy who likes to double dip. I mean, he's... I guess this is all comes about because they delayed Morbius. <laughs> <I guess. laughs>
1: or I thought that was filmed this just been I thought it was done or I don't know but it
0: it was it is they were yeah. supposed to release it this summer that's and right, then it got right. delayed.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, completely forget. Talk about forgetting things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, not worry, it was terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, you know when I saw that news about him and, and being released in a Snyder cut, it was it was a couple. I had a couple of thoughts. One, you know, I thought these were just supposed to be just some reshoots here and there, and the film was you know touched. Just needed to be some cleaned up as far as the special effects. Oh, at this point, they're just filming a whole new film. I mean, bringing yes. all these people back. You mm-hmm. know, Amber Heard showing up. You know, at this juncture, it'll be like. Twenty percent of what we saw in the theatrical cut, and then eighty percent new stuff. The way this thing's going, because I think the budget's like actually gone up to around seventy million or something like that. now.
0: Yeah, yeah. This here, this should not be called the Snyder
1: Cut. No,
0: it, it really shouldn't because it is a new movie.
1: <laughs> it really, at this point, it sounds like it really is going to be. I mean, you don't bring Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill and everyone back just for you know it's I'm, I'm sure Jason Momoa is going to like pop in there some
0: yeah yeah i mean they're getting their money's worth they're like yeah. oh we'll do a cut, except you have to rewrite the entire movie um bring back characters from these other movies really make it a connected universe so then we can explode it and do what we wanted to do all along yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> Oh uh, classic DC, which is crazy because what we're already almost a half hour into our show tonight. Yeah. And we still got more DC news. It's like DC yeah. knew Marvel was gonna drop their moon moon night um news. So they're like, we're gonna get as much as we can. Yeah. Um because and it a lot of it is TV, but some of it is film. And to go back to TV for a moment, DC Star Girl did announce some casting news for season two. Nick Tarby <laughs> will play the series regular role as Eclipso and Jonathan Cake from The Affair will recur as the shade. Additionally, you put this in here because
1: um, uh, I think it's Yassa Pinero.
0: Yassa uh, Panero. Hey, I like that. Yassa Pinero um will occur as an undisclosed DC character. So she um is it a he or a she? Uh, she she will be um harley quinn um
1: <laughs> <laughs> could happen Anything, anything's possible will anything's <laughs> possible yeah but uh you know of course with the uh the clip so of course we were teased with that uh at the end of season one where you know cindy had the, the uh blue diamond where he's been yep. captured and then and also, the other interesting thing about Nick, you, you, uh, to uh, bring back your, mm-hmm. your Arrow, Captain Boomerang. From, uh, it?
0: He, it was a crossover episode, so I think Flash can o- take some of that ownership. And wait a second, Boomerang. I'm pretty sure I've seen him in the DCEU, too. Interesting. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> This is also something did not forget, Will. I, I, as soon as I saw the news, Eclipso, I was like, yep, I remember the tease. They're delivering, I'm gonna figure out what the shade is. The The characters on Stargirl have some, I don't know if I would use the word interesting, but they rival the Flash with the names.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember because it is well. I remember because it is the Justice Society of America. So a lot of these old characters, you know, really harken back to the to the 1930s and early 40s and the you know during the golden during the golden age of comics. So so you're going to get these 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 very dated names.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and speaking about Justice um, Society, The Rock. Confirms yeah. on Instagram account that Black Adam will start production in 2021 and a half.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, The yeah. Rock, all his, was 500 million Instagram followers? Yeah, he he confirmed it. So we shall see. We shall see. Maybe maybe we can you know The Rock and then of course you know Tom Holland also I think was uh, spotted you know going to Atlanta as well to start working on Spider Man Three.
0: So, uh, you see that, um, our uncharted pick? Hmm? Oh, yeah, I thought it was like, hmm. I another movie I forgot was a thing in all of this 2020, um, chaos, and then I saw the pick and I was like, okay, Nathan Drake, here we go, here yeah. we go. <laughs> definitely, definitely, oh, yeah. well. <laughs> 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 um, honestly, though. So so I I think that the Uncharted film is very similar to Black Adam. This has been out there for a while. Yep. And so seeing that photo, we're like, oh, okay, so they're really doing it. I cannot say for sure Will. And this will be a test for me. If when you tell me they released an image of Black Adam, like on set and then filming, I'm gonna be like, that's a hoax. That's yep. <laughs> they're not that's a different movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and maybe even when it's like the trailer I'm gonna think to myself oh that's a fan made edit <laughs>
1: it's, it's totally, it's, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah yeah this thing yeah it's it, it, basically whenever we can't go back to theaters that's when I'll actually believe it <laughs> when I can actually like buy my ticket to see this film because it's yeah it's it, it, it's like the holy grail, as far as like, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's this mythical thing that's out there that we may get one day.
0: <laughs> it's going to be really sad if it bombs.
1: <laughs> I don't think it's going to bomb, Mister Rock. He never, he, he doesn't, he doesn't make bombs. I mean, just whoa. by
0: whoa, well, whoa, whoa, uh, skyscraper, a few other movies that I don't remember the title to. He has
1: made some bombs. Well, I mean, now let's, well.
0: But it's The Rock it's the box plus office.
1: Yeah.
0: I get it. I get your point. But you I mean, better take a look at that filmography before you say he doesn't make bombs.
1: Well, what I mean by that, for I mean, financially, they make money. Now, I won't say they're artistically, like, worth anything. But, yeah. But, I mean, you know, he's a box office draw.
0: Uh, I think somebody has um, Jumanji memory and is forgetting about some of Rock films, but we'll visit yeah. that on a later date. Note <laughs> to self. Um, Michael B. Jordan will produce the new static shock film through his Outlier Society Production banner with the goal of creating a new universe of black superhero content. Really excited to hear about this news. Um, Michael B. Jordan, love him. He I love him ever since he was on the wire. <laughs> <laughs> And um, and I like that, what what do you think the odds are that he, knowing that they announced he is going to be the producer of the film, do you think he's going to be the producer type to put himself into the movie, or is producing it enough?
1: I think he's, he will reserve the right to, to put himself in there. Oh, that's all it, maybe but I don't know if he'll be like pulling like a Tyler Perry or anything, but, uh, that's a
0: lawyer. (laughs) He will reserve the rest.
1: (laughs) But I, I, you know, I, I think he's probably just going to, it would surprise me if he is in static shock. I think he'll actually stay on the sidelines and just be the producer for this particular project. But, uh, but I, you know, but I think with, 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 the production company that he has and you know if for example they wanted to you know make a big screen version of say a black lightning or or other other characters that are out there, um you know, he could he could or an original character. You know, that I could see him maybe stepping in front of the camera. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Save it for the sequel, Jordan. Save it for the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Save yourself for the sequel, yeah, but yeah. I um, okay. I yeah, like it. Yeah, I I think it's gonna open some doors, and um, I have more faith now that this movie will get made than Black Adam will. But whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, another another thing from DC fandom. That you know, was whenever they announced that news that weekend. Um, you know, folks are super you yeah. know super excited about that news, and uh, yeah, and it's just, it's just great to see a character like that come back and. And the whole um, uh, line uh, get reborn. I mean, you know, I think they 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 have so many options they can go there.
0: So many options, so many options. Uh, Will also wanted me to mention that Netflix is developing an Assassin's Creed live action TV series because the movie made so much in box office.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got jokes tonight? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I. I. <laughs> I didn't even hear about that piece of news. <laughs> I saw it briefly this morning. and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then, I mean, there's nothing uh, other than Netflix is like going to be developing this, and you know, maybe Netflix is like, "Oh, we see a space here with creating content out of video game films." I mean, you know, like, i.e., The Witcher. Uh, maybe you know. I think they're maybe they're trying to, to enter, go in that space. So yeah. let's just imagine, um, you know, they'll they'll have a Laura Croft film before we the next thing you know.
0: Please don't. Please do not <laughs> Netflix repeat the mistakes of uh, Warner Brothers and DCU. Please pick original characters, new characters, fresh characters from yeah. that platform. Thank you very much. Um, but I would not mind you trying to produce a series about Mario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a fair point. I mean, however, The Witcher, like I didn't even really knew that was based on a video game for the longest time. And and I watched it and I I don't think they're gonna be able to meet it because Witcher is such a unique piece of television it is a experience and just something something different um man that would have been a great segue into our tv discussion unfortunately or fortunately we do have to talk about schmodown down yep down um this is I just, yeah they wrapped up their singles tournament yeah. i was rooting for the kid I was rooting for the kid. The kid lost, and then we had this other showdown between corruption and Roxy, the rock stars, yeah. Snyder, and um, Adam Collin. Adam Collin is gonna get a belt by the end of the year. Oh
1: yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> I
0: I think I think Dan is mad about losing the team's belt, but Dan, I think you're gonna meet your match. I think so, and um i I kind of don't like it because I like underdogs, and um, but at the same time, I'm tired of Dan having the belt, so I'm not un I'm not mad. I'm neutral, I'm neutral,
1: yeah, well, Adam you know he was just just came out of nowhere so, I mean he was like a free agent and then it was hard to corrupt brought on corruption and like what what, it's like what 6-0 or something like that 5-0 I mean he's he's just been a tear in the tournament you know just taking out taking out brand name and former champs along the way so you know I that was I I really enjoyed the the finals match with the singles between him and Snyder it was just uh, it was uh, very you know five rounds of just you know really solid competition. You know, what you would want in a, what you would want in a, in a, in a finals uh, match. And yeah. And then of course, on the, on the team side with uh, Shazam and corruption. With uh...
0: It was spoiled for me. Oh, it was oh, spoiled. Me. I inadvertently started watching backstage. Mm-hmm. I had like a lapse of judgment. I don't, I don't know what happened. And then yeah. it was spoiled for me. But I do agree with you. I think I prefer the team's match over the singles match. And yeah. that's just because I think that Collins versus the kid was better because they went into overtime. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how competitive that match. So I was yeah. kind of underwhelmed by the fight that Snyder put up. Yeah. The team's match Corruption is such a weird t- faction in this um, whole show because a part of us, or at least for me, I'm like fifty fifty. I can root for them, but I can also despise them. Mm-hmm. And and I I was rooting obviously for Shazam, not because of Bibbs, but because of my love for the kid. The kid, yeah. and, and so I'm happy, but but. It is. It also breaks my heart every time I just see somebody kind of fumble and just completely lose it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know what. Yeah, especially because whenever that match, the uh, teams championship started, Kalinowski was just like just gagging, <laughs> early mm-hmm. those early questions, and it just put the team into a hole. But then when it got to the to the final round and still had had a chance. Um mm-hmm. it you know, that 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 finish was just was just really I was like, man, they actually may pull this off. They could, right. they, could they could pull it off. And but, you know, obviously Shazam won and happy for you know, Coy and um you know, the Quirky Mercs. I mean they they've sorta of been that, that faction that sort of yeah you know, all the all the attention goes' it's been rightfully says going to corruption and swag but oh, yeah uh but uh, you know they've been kind of hanging out hanging around there um and doing doing quietly putting doing some damage throughout the tournament as well.
0: well, I like the post interview and how they explain that Shazam is not a brand new team, the kid and bibiani are not new players, but they're also players who bibs has won the title once Mm -hmm. the singles once never won teams and this is the first title for the kid even though everyone knows he's brilliant yeah so it's it so they earned it and this is this was goes back to my whole rant about collins it's like okay i get you're really good at this game but i like to see the the journey at the same time like we're gonna go and fall back again and that's. same thing with corruption corruption this is their second time and for some reason they can't defend the titles and and just i i think what also added to that was their season is over Mm -hmm. that's it there's no tournament for them there's no second chance for them they're done they're they both chances lost in the singles tournament i think broke a lot of people's hearts
1: yeah yeah i think you're right Think you're right
0: about that oh wait i forgot chance his season is not over because he will be in the spectacular going up against probably the most despised character right now on the show who's
2: going up against
0: uh chandrew
2: oh yeah oh yeah who yeah. apparently
0: disrespected rachel cushing during uh that that weird, impromptu um, discussion at the very end of the post-interviews? I don't uh, know. Uh,
1: I missed that. I'm...
0: They'll be talking about it on backstage, apparently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have not watched a single episode of backstage.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, it, I go back and forth on it. I, yeah. I, I think I'm starting to just prefer
1: Geek them over backstage,
0: but... Yeah. I um, do appreciate the attempt at character on that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we do have a few things to talk about in terms of things we've been watching. Apparently all I'm doing these days is just watching stuff. I finished Lovecraft Country. Season one will. Okay. Um. S-
1: still have a story. <laughs>
0: I I I can't wait for you to start. Okay. I think that you're gonna appreciate it more than me. I think you're gonna like it a little bit more for more than me. The season finale. Um, they 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 picked the the perfect ending. They they really did it. Like it's not it's not on par with Watchmen season finale, but like what show is? However, um, I think the last few episodes, I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of falling. Oh, they're bringing it back. Oh, okay. And then um, the the season finale, I was like, okay, yeah, they they did it. They they completely closed the loop. They did everything you want a finale to do. Um, really curious to see what the second season will be, um, and and what choices they're going to make due to some of the things that happened in season one. Um if you haven't watched this um show, if you are on the fence about it, try. Um now <laughs> my parents started watching this, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> that was Oddly enough, they got through the first episode just like I did. They they stopped watching during the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> just like I did. <laughs> So, so, so it, I, I don't, I don't know, really, I I think it is a show you have to persevere um, and really adjust to because it is very different than anything else on TV right now. Right. Well, Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, I I know several things are popping up that, uh, but I
1: I do hope to get to this particular show, because I remember way back when, when I first premiered, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to check this out, Sarah, and then I just never did.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was on my list of that, too, because I kept hearing yeah. about it, and then yeah. I just won my, I, I wanted my brother to shut up, so I just said, fine, I'll watch it, and and then I stopped, and then I returned. <laughs> <'cause> I, <was laughs> a- I I also um, kept keep hearing about the vow, so I just decided to check the vow out, I think I finished it. It's nine episodes in two and a half days, maybe. Wow. wow. Um, I did do a lot of skipping. Okay. I did do a lot of skipping. I did watch the majority of it. No, is
1: this um, no, the one with the sex cult? or Yes, it is okay.
0: exactly the one with the sex cult. However, it takes them a while to get there. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very... It's, they, they, it's very... Um, and this goes into my final one, because I checked out the comedy show, um, Comedy Store, a documentary series, too. And um, they take very different approaches to how they tell these stories, because the the Vow presents you with three different members of Nexium, and then you follow how they get out of it. And so... It it goes back and forth between these three characters and really just two characters. Who? Why am I saying characters? They're they're real people. Yeah. This really did happen. No, um. But no, but this, you see their their journeys. Yeah. Through through, um, being inc- invited into Nexium and then how they got out.
1: Right. Now if I were, now is this the one where the the actress from Small Smallville? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Actresses.
1: First of. Yeah. Yeah. That's-
0: her, her face pops up in some of the video. Oh huh, really? Huh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. But but it's clear she wants no affiliation, doesn't want anything to do with it. Is left for a reason. They even talk about it. They talk about how some some actresses from Battlestar Galactica, not Katie Sackoff, mm. others were um, involved in it, and really how, and specifically with the people they follow, they are semi-responsible for technically bringing Hollywood into Nexium. Gotcha. Yeah, oh. it, it it really they 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 do a good job in explaining how this stuff happens, okay. what the manipulation is. Why it goes on for so long, and then what happens when you figure out that everything you've been told is a lie, and and the fallout, and and getting out, and then how they were able to to find a way to um, take take down the leader um, who just got sentenced to 120 years in prison. Wow, which now. hmm. They, they do explore some dark stuff, some pretty fucked up stuff. Honestly, though, when I hear the word sex cult, that sounds a lot more scandalous and a lot more fucked up than what was presented. And okay. I think this is why it's getting a second season, because Ugh. I think what they show is really the tip of the iceberg. Really? Really? Yeah, especially so, with that sentencing and some of the reasons why he was sentenced to so long in prison. He did a lot more fucked up shit.
1: So, was it like some of the like false, was it like grooming and false imprisonment kind of things? Or like, or, or, or I mean, because I, I mean, I've somewhat, I've heard about this thing, but I really haven't like spent much time learning uh, some gory details about it. And uh, maybe I should watch the documentary, but.
0: Yeah, I th- I think you should. Um, there's there's grooming, and um, I've actually seen some of the episodes twice because after I finished it, I started watching it with my mom, and it was interesting to rewatch it because I saw the manipulation more so the second time around. Uh, okay. Because I understood what happened because I'd seen the entire season, and um they they like build it they 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 and this is why i think i got so stuck um sucked into it is because they they were really committed to telling a story and to to say like no this is fine these are reasonable people they they had some insecurities they wanted to fix it they got drawn in and then you start to hear about some some dirty stuff, and and then everything kind of falls apart. And um, I, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a very, it's almost educational. Huh. Okay. Because okay. Well, because of what they say in terms of how cults work in the psychological uh-huh. aspect of it.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, I know, I know they HB this is an HBO doc. Yes. Okay. So yeah, because I know they're very, you know, whenever they have their their documentaries like this, they they really do a superb job of, as you were just saying, showing how, especially with these types of cults and other types of organizations, really, weed their way into people's lives and 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 you know manipulate them to do the things that they they end up doing. Yeah. Clear
0: brainwashing. Clear. And yeah, it's, it's very, very fascinating. Um, and, and I was surprised by, by how much I actually would, would, I would skip and then something would strike me and I would, I'd be like, oh wait, that's interesting. Um, so I like that, which is different from the new, the comedy store, which I think is currently on Showtime, which is a documentary series about the comedy store in LA. And um, it's not compl- it's not all out there. They're they're releasing the episode weekly. Okay, I I I've watched all the episodes. My problem with the show is they jump back and forth way too much. Way too much. There's something about the structure that that is really annoying. Because you, when you go into the show, you really think this is, they're going to clearly say, this is what happened when it first started. And that's what the whole episode is going to be about. But, but, and they do that and then immediately divert to present day. And I'm like, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go back and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> stop doing it. Like, like tell a consistent story. However. Why I continue to watch it and what it is does a good job of doing is when you hear from these comics, their experience, who they interacted, what happened. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's just like watching an episode of Schmoes. No, <laughs> <laughs>
1: awesome. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: and and if you know the these comics. Or are familiar with their names and their reputations. Um, I mean, after an interview with Freddie Prince Jr., I thought I I thought I understood more about his father. But this show in the very first episode does a very um, sheds even more light on Freddie Prince and what happened to him um, and everything, which which was good. I just I wish they really just stuck with telling those stories in a more cohesive way rather than constantly in this transition of this was then, but this is now. And, and just moving back and forth, it really should be like a starting point when Mitzi gets the club and then build up to present day by the end of the season.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: So, so that's what I've been mainly watching, Will. I I know that you have um, been very busy lately, but yeah. you always manage to find a way to make sure that your fandom and allegiance remains it's, intact.
1: It does. It does. And of course, what she's mentioning is Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> cool. Cool. Of course, of course. Yeah, so uh, Star Trek Discovery premiered uh, two weeks ago now. It's actually, the, this the the uh, third season. And uh, just to reset things for folks who, uh, who have been interested in this show or have curious about the show. So it's set in between the time period between Star Trek Enterprise which, and Star Trek, the original series, which was the Kirk, Spock, McCoy, etc. And so uh season first two seasons, you know, focus on that. Then we we, it, they at the end spoiler alert, at the end of season two they end up doing a time jump, literally, to uh to almost a thousand years into the future. Uh so now uh start the uh crew at the Starship Discovery our, um uh, well the first episode, uh, you get our, you see our protagonists, uh Michael Burnham. Uh all this get uh, into a new uh, to this new in a new time period. Uh, David Ajala, who actually uh, folks probably remember him, was on Supergirl, actually, uh, and some mm-hmm. other uh, items shows as well. Uh, is also uh, very key uh, regular for uh, this third season. Uh, but the, the you know I'm not going to spoil too much uh, beyond I uh, think. What's been out there as far as the promotional materials? Uh, the Federation, as we know it, is is no longer there. Uh, and I I will say, whenever I was watching the, the the first two episodes of the new season, and thinking about some of the things that happened in Star Trek: Picard, uh, I don't know if they're going to do some cross uh, bleeding over it, it, from Picard into Discovery, but uh, but some of the themes that were happening in the in, in Star Trek card, uh, you know, I, I see echoes of it in, in season three of, of Star Trek: Discovery. And so, uh, so it'll be interesting to see if they if they, if if my suspicions on that are, are picked up or not. Whenever they get into what ha- what's going on with the Federation, Starfleet, all that in the uh, in the 3100s, I think is where they're at now. So, uh, so yeah, I I. I like the show so far. It's, you know, it has, it still has characters from canon, but the other, but the thing is now they are free to to break from established canon because they're so far ahead in the future that they can, they can really tell some original stories without worrying about messing up any uh, timelines that have been established and, and this, in the show. So, uh, it's off to a good start. And then, uh, another show that, uh, uh, has become a, a, a must watch for me here lately is uh, the right stuff on, on Disney plus. I know we had talked about it a couple of weeks ago when it had premiered. And uh, I think we're at episode four now and mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's a, you know, we were talking about how, how it differed from the film. The first time I had did a mini review on, on it and, 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 and the, as this show has unfolded, I, I'm really liking some of the storylines that they have, um, they had, they that they're exploring in, in this series that that wasn't addressed in the film. So it's really establishing itself as its own independent, independent entity as mm-hmm. far as a piece of entertainment. Which and it, it, it really, and I, and I think that, that they're to be commended. Every- for doing that instead of just trying to parrot what was done by by the film and and we're seeing a different size of the astronauts and just are they're, they're dealing with all the failures that NASA had at the very early stages of the of the of the space program where the Russians were kicking our tails as far as get the Soviet Union was getting, you know, people and satellites and other things up faster than us and and, and some of those dynamics that were going on, and also really exploring a little bit deeper in the history of, of, of rocketry and uh, the operation uh, that brought all the German scientists over. Um, was that, I think it was, wasn't Snowflake, but blanking on the name now. But basically, okay.
0: what's that? <laughs> I just said such a nerd.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, but, but you know, again, this it, really, again, really gets takes some good uh, departures from the film and, you know, it's been a long time since i read the book. Uh, the only thing I still do miss, though, is I wish they did somehow fit in Chuck Hager, but, you know.
0: I, I am not familiar with the book, not familiar with the film. I know, scandalous, but there is an age difference between me and Will. Um, <laughs> 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 but watching the the tv series still very i don't know it i i'm still waiting to for a big moment i i really think patrick j adams with was, was miscast um because i don't think that i'm supposed to despise um john glenn as much as i do and or just i'm bored by his presence whenever yeah. he's on screen yeah. it, it's really jake mcdormand who is the reason why i continue to watch because i'm very fascinated by his character and his performance hmm. um Colin 2. too but but here here's my thing with colin hook okay yeah. there was one, <laughs> that, one the time i watched a show might have been called once upon a time might have introduced colin to the hollywood sector and um it's really hard,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because he just you see glimpses of edge, and then they immediately take it away, and I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> let him <it> be. Hook. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a very hard. I I'm like, man, why can't they just cast him cast him as John Glenn? But whatever, yeah. I, it happened. Um, and and I, I agree though. I I continue to watch it because it's doing enough. Where and and the performances are are enough because it's very much an ensemble, Mm -hmm. which I think is good. um, Where I'm like, okay, I want to see how this unfolds. I want to I want to see what happens. Um, I think they the the writing wise, from just a not a historic nerdy perspective like someone, but from a artistic perspective. Um, I I think they made a right choice to hooking us in the very first episode with that ending that with that confrontation com, confrontation between John and I keep and and Shepherd yep. and 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 that's what's driving me. I want to know the events that led up to that. Yep. Y- yep, you start the show off with a mystery. Most people will. Re- could see it through to just figure out well, why that occurred.
1: Exactly. Yep. You're right. You're right. And, uh, that, and that's, honestly, that's one of the things that is keeping me on board. And I agree with, with you about Patrick Adams, uh, his portrayal of John Glenn. Uh, you know, it's, I mean, it, you, yes, we, we get it. He's a politician. I mean, we, we're we seeing the that aspect of it. He was already a celebrity uh, whenever he was selected to go to the program. But but there was also some other moments too in, in the in the show where he had he had the same moral choice that that was that that the other astronauts were confronted with and how he dealt with that situation versus say some of the others was um
0: but it's not even those moments those are yeah. character beats I yeah. just feel like whenever he's on screen, it's like he's a freaking mannequin. Yeah. I'm yeah. John Glenn. I go here. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's yeah, that. Too. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. See yeah. I'm yeah. just like, okay. <laughs> There's and, that too. And they dyed uh, yeah. his hair, which is really disturbing. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I guess Annie's actually more interesting. I was like, let's have more of Annie Glenn instead of John.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah she is more interesting, way better performance, Yeah, beautifully cast, yeah. I just uh. <laughs> I'm sorry yeah, I'm so sorry Will, I, I think I ruined the right stuff for you because now yeah. whenever I watch an episode, John's on the you're like, the mannequin himself <laughs> uh,
1: oh man uh, uh.
0: that is it for us tonight Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you
1: Yes, you can find me at Will and Polk, That's So you
0: can find me at S-J Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Sina Nerd, friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but most importantly, rate, subscribe, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out, you're welcome.